Hello, everyone. This is Entrepreneurs of Faith, a Sunday episode of Monetization Nation. I'm Nathan Gwilliam, your host. In today's episode, we're going to discuss three business lessons we can learn from the parable of the Ten Virgins and five ways to recognize and eliminate threats. In Matthew 25, 1 through 13, Jesus Christ shares the parable of the Ten Virgins. In the story, ten virgins prepare to meet the bridegroom before the wedding. During this time, it was custom for the bridegroom to come to the bride's house at night, typically at dusk. He would get his bride from her house and bring her back to his house where he had prepared a place for her. Once the groom's approach was announced, the ten bridesmaids went out with lamps to light his way. Sourcebible.org The young women would follow the groom with their lamps, and if they were in the crowd, they could slip into the party. If they weren't, the doors would close, and they would be turned away because they didn't have an invitation. Again, sourcebible.org. In Matthew 25, the ten virgins prepared for the bridegroom by lighting their lamps at dusk. However, the bridegroom tarried and didn't come until midnight. When the young women were called to meet him, some realized their lamps had already burnt out. In verses 2 through 4, it says, quote, And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps, unquote. As they prepared to meet the bridegroom, quote, the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves, unquote. Source, Matthew 25, 8 through 9. While the five foolish went to buy more oil, the bridegroom came, and the five wise virgins went with him to the wedding. After the five foolish women bought their oil, they rushed to the house, but the door had already closed. They cried, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Source, Matthew 25, 11 through 12. Because the five young virgins did not bring extra oil with their lamps, they missed the wedding. They did not come prepared for the unexpected delay of the groom. As entrepreneurs, we need to strive to be prepared for unexpected trials and challenges that may happen to us. We should also strive to prepare for changes and business tectonic shifts that may happen in the market. Benjamin Franklin said, quote, by failing to prepare, you're preparing to fail, unquote. But how can we do this? How can we continually add oil to our lamps? How can we prepare for something that we don't even know is going to happen? While we may not be able to see what will happen to us in the future, it is possible to plan and prepare for many of the unexpected challenges. One way we can prepare for unexpected trials is simply by recognizing they will happen and be flexible. We have to be open to change and willing to adjust if necessary. Brian Tracy, a motivational speaker and self-development author, said, quote, be clear about your goal, but be flexible about the process of achieving it, unquote. If one strategy fails, we need to be willing to try something new. Strong business leaders should develop a flexible mindset in order to adapt to the changes of their customers or the marketplace. When we are flexible about processes, we won't fear change so much. We will have the ability to evaluate our challenges and find a way to work around or through them. With COVID-19, we have seen hundreds of changes. The only businesses that stayed open were the ones that were flexible, 
According to Fortune, 100,000 businesses that temporarily closed during COVID-19 were out of business within seven months. Not only did small businesses close, but many iconic retailers filed for bankruptcy. Chuck E. Cheese had a 600-plus restaurant chain and was hit extremely hard by the pandemic. They didn't find a way to adapt, and so their company's revenue plummeted by 90%. I think this was greatly due to the fact that they primarily depended on people coming into their restaurant instead of pizza delivery to people who were quarantined uh, for the pandemic. In June 2020, they filed for bankruptcy, source AARP. While they were able to recover, they took a huge hit. On the other hand, there were businesses that kept their revenue streams despite the pandemic. Belva Anaquins kept her small business, Abacus Financial Business Management, open with four employees. When offices closed, they created their own space with kitchen tables, bedroom nightstands, and back porches. They continued to have client meetings in the driveway so they could social distance. Source, Los Angeles Times. In my small town, there was a restaurant named Gator Jack's that had to stop their dine-in services during COVID-19. However, grocery stores were allowed to stay open, and the grocery stores were facing shortages. Furthermore, Gator Jack's had bulk food suppliers who had food because so many restaurants were closed down. So Gator Jack's purchased bulk food from their suppliers and turned their restaurant into a popular bulk food warehouse for a time, kind of like a mini Costco. I was so impressed by their creativity and pivoting and flexibility to find a new way to monetize the resources they had during this challenge and to weather the storm that put so many other restaurants out of business. If we can adapt to change and pivot quickly and intelligently, we'll be much more likely to survive and succeed. One way to prepare for future challenges is to think of worst case scenarios. Once we have identified the most likely scenarios that could go wrong, we can come up with a plan to use if one of those things happens. Doing this can actually help us feel more confident in our business plans. We will know that if something does go wrong, we will likely be one step ahead of the game and know how to handle the situation. That can provide peace of mind now and stability when crisis happens. I'm sure we have all heard the saying, hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Thinking of worst case scenarios helps us prepare for what can go wrong. For example, what would happen if COVID-19 forced us to close our office space? How would we function remotely? Or what would happen if we lose our most important client? How would we make up for that lost income stream? Randy Pausa, an American educator and professor of computer science and design, said, quote, one thing that makes it possible to be an optimist is if you have a contingency plan for when all hell breaks loose, unquote. However, with preparing for worst case scenarios, there is a word of caution. We shouldn't let worst case scenarios build fear or prevent us from taking risk. Instead, preparing for worst case scenarios should build confidence in knowing we have a backup plan. Quote, if you are prepared, you shall not fear. Source Doctrine and Covenants 3830. A great way to prepare for future challenges is to evaluate our current situation. What are our weakest points? What areas can we improve on? As we find areas that are vulnerable, we can make changes to fix them before they become an issue later on. A common saying is, quote, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link, unquote. While this phrase may be overused, it is very applicable to our businesses. We should assess each aspect of our business regularly 
Does each department have a working system that can easily adapt to change? As we look for solutions to potential problems early on, we can avoid larger issues in the future. Many businesses that do this call it a SWOT analysis. This refers to strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Source, cron. In this analysis, we can identify what is working and what isn't, as well as identify factors that may affect our company's short-term and long-term performance. What opportunities can we take advantage of now? What potential threats may hurt us that we need to prepare for? As a business, we should constantly seek to improve. If we become stagnant and complacent, our likelihood of being hit with unexpected challenges will double. Here are five strategies we can use to recognize and eliminate potential threats. Number one, analyze and research past threats. We can analyze threats that have already happened in our geographic areas and industries. By identifying threats that have impacted others similar to us, we are identifying the threats that are most likely to happen to us in the future. For example, there may be certain laws and regulations according to our geographic location that could impact our business. When I first started Adoption.com, I wanted to create an adoption agency to help children in Brazil. However, due to some strict Brazilian adoption laws, we weren't able to make that work. Thankfully, I was able to pivot and learn from this experience. But if I hadn't, it could have been the end of my business. This goes to show just how important it is to do our research. We should research and analyze past threats that have happened to others so we can prevent it from happening to us. Travelers Cause and Heart Research Associates surveyed more than 1,000 business owners and determined their top threats, financial issues, laws and regulations, economic uncertainties, attracting and retaining talent, legal liability, cyber and technology risks, breaches, increasing employee benefit costs, and medical cost inflation, source, treasury, and risk. By researching the current and past threats of our competitors or other businesses in general, we can determine what risks are most likely to happen to us and prepare for them. We can also analyze how businesses reacted to these threats to learn what worked and what didn't. Number two, we can bring in experts. We can prepare for potential threats by bringing in additional experts, such as security experts, to help us audit and mitigate risks we didn't even know existed. Not only can they help us identify risks we weren't aware of, they can also help us target potential risks we are very aware of. In today's digital world, one of the most common threats are cybercrimes. According to experts, cybercrime has gone up 600% due to COVID-19. More than 18 million websites are infected with malware at any given time each week, and it is estimated that cybercriminals will steal about 33 billion records in 2023. Source, purplesec.us. We could consider hiring a cybersecurity expert to help us prepare for potential risks we know are likely to impact us at some point in our business. Number three, we can create a safety net of funds. A great way to prepare for threats is by having a savings account. We most likely won't be able to prevent every threat out there, but we can reduce our recovery time and the severity of the crisis by having the proper funds saved. Each month, we should set aside some funds for a rainy day to weather an unforeseen storm. I recommend trying to save enough to successfully run your business without any income for three months. One of the biggest threats we see is the ever-changing customer. Our customers' changing needs, wants, and values could reduce our sales and income. 
If we have a savings account, we won't have to worry as much about going out of business because we don't see any, any income for a month. Having a safety net of funds gives us more time to get back on our feet and adapt to the current situation. Number four, regularly identify tectonic shifts. We should regularly identify tectonic shifts in the business world and industry to figure out how we can implement them before our competitors. This requires us to constantly evaluate the current marketplace, to watch for changes and trends. Another way we can find tectonic shifts is by analyzing competitors who are already leveraging tectonic shifts. As we discussed above, COVID-19 caused a massive shift in the business landscape. Many businesses failed and had to close their doors permanently. By adapting to the shift early on, businesses had a much higher chance of success. Number five, create an emergency plan. To prepare for potential threats, we can develop an emergency plan. We can get together with our teams and develop multiple ways to communicate quickly with the entire company in case of an emergency. This way, we will have a faster reaction time and eliminate the threat before it becomes detrimental. Just as we prepare for natural disasters with evacuation plans and fire escape routes, we should have a business disaster plan. For example, this could include a data recovery plan. If our hard drive became corrupt, what would we do? We should prepare with backup storage or generators to protect our company's data. Just as the five wise virgins prepared with extra oil, we can prepare for unpredictable trials by developing a flexible mindset addressing and preparing for worst case scenarios, and evaluating our current situation to solve current weaknesses, improve strengths, and find new opportunities. Here are some of my key takeaways from this episode. Number one, it is wise to be prepared for unexpected trials and challenges, and it's actually possible to do that. Number two, one way we can prepare for unexpected trials is by recognizing and acknowledging they will happen. The likelihood of a crisis happening to our business is far more likely than the likelihood of it not happening to our business in the long run. We have to be open to change and willing to adjust if necessary. Number three, by thinking of worst case scenarios, we can come up with a backup plan to use if the worst thing does happen. Number four, we should assess each aspect of our business regularly and address current weaknesses, strengths, opportunities, and threats. Number five, as we solve current problems, we should get feedback and continually seek to improve. Number six, we can analyze threats that have happened before in our geographic area and industry. By identifying threats that have impacted others similar to us, we are identifying the most likely threats that may happen to us. Number seven, we can prepare for potential threats by bringing in additional experts, such as security experts. Number eight, we most likely won't be able to prevent every threat out there, but we can reduce our recovery time by having the proper funds saved. Number nine, we should regularly identify tectonic shifts in the business world and industry to figure out how we can implement them before our competitors. Number 10, just as we prepare for natural disasters with evacuation plans and fire escape routes, we should have a business disaster plan. If this episode of Entrepreneurs of Faith resonated with you, please subscribe for free to Monetization Nation so you can receive future episodes of Entrepreneurs of Faith. Number one, you can subscribe for free to the Monetization e-magazine at monetizationnation.com. Number two, you can subscribe to the Monetization Nation podcast or YouTube channel. And number three, you can follow Monetization Nation on Instagram or Twitter. 
How do you prepare to protect your business from unexpected challenges? Please join our private Monetization Nation Facebook group and share your insights with other digital monetizers. Thanks for joining me for this episode. I wish you success in your efforts to be a little more prepared.